I think we're live. We're currently live. Are we live right now? We're live right now. We're we are live. Live. We we're alive, and, and alive. live all at once here. Well, okay. Here's the real thing. Are we live? I I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we're recording. We've re-recorded this so many times. But we're not. <laughs> we're not live though. Is what I mean. Like nobody's watching us. You know what I mean? We're not on air. Like if you oh, live yeah. on Facebook. You're yeah, this live. is this is a pre-record. Right. For we're people just, that are gonna listen to us later. Yeah. So I guess we wouldn't fit the actual definition of live of what live is yeah um bummer or the green light is on isn't that a thing is yeah a green light on showbiz we have one on right now i thought you i thought you did that yeah that was me um when i snapped yeah it, ooh, that's why like, we have this place decked out pretty hard i'm not gonna lie i mean i have uh, here's a few reviews of me and miranda's little apartment here that people have given um yeah. one of them is uh, to a quote, I really like you guys' vibe here. I'm loving your vibe. End quote. Who's that quote by? You didn't. Kate said it. that when he stayed here. Kate. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. But the night he was on the show. Yeah, I would. I would agree with that. First time. Excitement. Yeah. Yeah. You like the vibe. I think that's isn't that what you go for yeah. in your apartment? The vibe. Yeah. Especially as young hip people as we are, like we're we still have to have a vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, we're getting younger every day. Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> Benjamin Button syndrome over here. <laughs> I know. If you would have seen me when I was younger, man, I might as well have been a fucking old man baby because yeah. I was not a good looking teenager. You had quite a bit of hair was all was I think the thing. Once you once you switched up your hair, I think you were fine. Yeah. No, my hair and my face and my shape of my face, all of it was just a fucking mess. Yeah. Well, who looks attractive as a middle schooler? Not me. But I I I work things out. So I'm happy yeah. about that. Oof. All right. It's what we call a glow up <laughs> in showbiz. I always had a feeling when I was younger. I remember like thinking this, like, you just watch when I'm older. I'll look a lot better. I know I'll be one of those guys that gets really good looking. I don't know if I quite reached what I wanted, but like, I'm happy. You know yeah. what I mean? I remember being like, I don't like the way I look. So like, I'm good. Yeah. I think we all get hotter as we age, you know, mm-hmm. like a fine wine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like your beard. Yeah. It's coming in really it's nice. It's coming in. It's starting to look more seasoned, you know, yeah. not like a young buck. You got that. Shitters. Uh, I haven't really dressed the shitters yet, so I just want to let them in on the show. Yeah. Welcome to Nerd Shit in the Dark. Got a, Yeah, we're breaking the fourth wall here. Hey, guys. Yeah, and uh, glad to have you here tonight. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, a lot. Oh, and quite we're going to try to reach And in. I'm going to forget about a lot of it. Yeah. So it's gonna. it might be a bit scattershot. But you'll remember as we speak. That's yeah. the good thing about conversation. Um, okay, now that you're addressed, I want to get back to this beard thing, though. Braden got his beard trimmed with a haircut, it seems like. With and it looks really nice. Paid money to get it trimmed. Mm-hmm. Paid money. That's what I've been doing for a couple of years now. And you, yeah. always, you always like it when somebody else does it. Seems now, like your guy does yeah. a lot, like a very similar thing to what my guy does. Yeah, he just shapes it. Yeah. Shapes it up, you know? Yeah. yeah. Looks good. So, yeah. I just, I wish this would come in a bit more. Yeah. It's type of yeah, bit patchiness and like the... Yeah. Takes time. 27. 27? 27, yeah. 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 Newly 27, but yeah. 27 nonetheless. I've seen your beard come a long way over the years, and I have a good feeling about it. saw the beginning of it. I wasn't a beard guy yeah. before until, until I made you, and then yeah. I was like, oh, I'll try. I'm going to try a beard. Yeah, he tried. And for a little bit there, I was trying. It was yeah. like, it was fine. I spawned because that was the year I started teaching mm. officially, and I kept getting mistaken for a student because I have a baby face. 
And so parents, kind of... I was worried parents weren't going to take me seriously. Yeah. And so I grew out the beard to hopefully make me look a little older. And I think it, it I like it beard you. I'm very used to beard you. I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm so used to beard you that, because you will shave sometimes. You will. Yeah, beard. I will randomly get. And it catches me it. off guard yeah. just a bit. I'm sure it does. Yeah. It usually grows in, like at least like a base beard grows in pretty fast. Yeah. It takes a while. For you have two looks. You have two looks. Longer, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been, I've been trying to see if I can really let it come in more. Yeah. I think with what's just growing strongly in, in like your chin, nose, your, you know, that area. Yeah. I think you're going to be good. Yeah. Well, this well one is... my goal is to be able to braid it for it to be long. Like braid it. I can braid it like a, yeah, Viking. Oh, okay. I'd say just a little bit longer on the chin. You can at least get that started. Get the little swoop going. Yeah. I'm going to trim mine. We have our friend Becky's wedding. Uh, one of the shitters actually. So we're going to a shitter's wedding. Yeah, shout uh, out to Becky. Becky. She's getting married next Saturday. So uh, I'm going to trim up for that one more time. And then after this next haircut trim, I'm going to get my winter beard going. There you go. Nice and long. Something for the baby to tug on. Get the old wizened look. <laughs> Thank <you>. Yes. <laughs> Very much. Very much. All right. Let's, uh, yeah. like I said up top, we got a lot to talk about tonight. For sure. Um, it's only getting darker. Yeah. Noises are getting spookier. <laughs> so we should probably just get into new nerd shit, which kind of is what this show has become, where we just do the whole show for new nerd shit. Yeah, new nerd shit really has monopolized the uh, nerd shit game. I mean, to be fair, we came up with the structure in like 20 minutes. Yeah. And so... Three years ago. Yeah, and years ago. It was about to as we as we looked at audience demand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's why we no longer do uh, anime nerd shit. Right. Yeah. You got to make changes. You got to make changes. Don't care. Yeah. (laughs) Tuned out at that point. And maybe some people do, but as of right now, the people who listen probably don't care. And as we both know, because we're podcasters in the podcast industry now, we follow the numbers. We do follow numbers. I'm checking the numbers constantly. Just numbers upon numbers. And they're they're, they're going up. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'll talk to you about some numbers real quick. Sorry, everybody. Who knows? Maybe I'll cut this. I don't want to sell anything. We got to check the numbers a lot, but I check the numbers. No, I think it's a good insight into the background of new, of new nerd shit. Well, whenever I put out a new episode, our viewership stays, it gets a little higher and it stays there. And even when I put out, because um, I'll edit some of our older episodes, like recorded before we were on Spotify, and put those up, those don't get as high as numbers, but they still get numbers. And that's my favorite thing about our numbers is that our numbers are so low that we can only go up. Right. Pretty and much. And that good. Yeah. And here's the, like, I've, I've told you this before. People are listening to the show that aren't the people I'm expecting to have listened. Like, yeah. I see those numbers and then the like main people are like, oh, I haven't listened yet. I'm it's like, way different when you put that? a name to a number, you know? Yeah. Because we're not all about just numbers. No, we don't do it for the numbers. But it's we nice do to do see it for the numbers, but we understand that there's people behind those numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We do it for them. They're not a number. The shitters. That's the shitters. The shitter. That's army. who you are, shitters. This yep. episode's for you. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the shitters. Dedicating this one to you. Great. Ah. So we're going to give you a good one. Yeah. I can feel it already. Yeah, it's got the energies in the air. ruined. So well, new nerd shit's kind of become our section where we talk about, like like normal, what new things that we're into. Um. I didn't know if you want to dive into the things we all know what we're going to talk about or if like for if we want to start new nerd shit with two things because most of our new nerd shit 
is the same. That's true. But we I didn't know if you had been doing pressure. something that maybe is off from what we've been doing together. Um, so I have one thing cool. that's off from uh, what we've both been doing, and I mentioned it before. Okay, but we are in a way still doing that. We're not playing it together, but we're both playing it. I just mean like something. Are you talking Starfield? Yes. Because I'm also playing Starfield. Oh, you are playing so We're going to talk about that right, together. Right, right. So I'm meaning like if there's anything that... I thought it was just me playing Starfield. No, I'm, I play too. Not as much, but I've been play- I started it. You know, I'm, okay. I, got about, I got about eight hours. So yeah. enough to talk about. Um, so if you have anything other than that, that you wouldn't yeah. just go on. That was my thing. Okay, cool. I think so we won't do one that like we're both not doing we'll just dive right into or that we're not both doing together yeah okay I, cool i think starting with starfield's fun yeah go ahead so starfield what's it called starfield no it's starfield yeah by bethesda how do you say their name i've been saying how do you say it bethesda bethesda yeah it's bethesda bethesda yeah no one hit i know bethesda softworks because what i've been mentioning it they're like oh yeah the but but dad's that game or something. Oh fuck! No, it's not that bad. But Jesus, yeah. I exaggerated that for comedic effect. But no, so people don't want to say the name is what I'm just saying. Hmm. But it's by Bethesda. Bethesda, yeah. Um, made like Skyrim, uh, fucking Fallout games, fucking Fallout, games. all those games, and the thing with Bethesda, they're known for like these massive RPG games that people. Fall in love with, mm-hmm. but they're simultaneously infamous for the glitchiness and the performance issues and all kinds of really weird, sometimes fun things, but also you're good. I've never heard people really complain about the glitches in Skyrim or Fallout to the point that they're like, "This is ruining it." it, it yeah, because they they do a, they did fix a lot of them, and most of the glitches are harmless and just kind of funny. Um, but mm-hmm. every once in a while, there's a glitch that can like mess up a main quest or sure. up, like yeah. you lose shit or mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. stuff that's just like ah oh, it sucks but sure yeah so they're anyways, known for this Starfield as I've been playing it because I've been playing it a bit more than you I think because you said you've only played a little bit of it I got about eight or so hours in okay yeah I think I'm at like I got it when it, the day it came out like for, for possibly really I'm at like 12 or 15 okay so yeah you've definitely played more so yeah uh, we got two into this game but we should right right so there's already like a million things about it that annoy me, mm-hmm. but simultaneously at the same time, I'm probably gonna sink like 200 hours into this game. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. I once I, once I get Baldur's Gate out of the way. Yeah. I'm, I'm wrecking shop on that. Yeah. So like, there's like there are glitches. There are like things that the game doesn't do well at explaining of like what you're supposed to do or like yeah. how the menu system work. The menu system. I think sucks, um, or it's just like a lot of clicking. It is a lot of clicking. I yeah. I I don't know if I've. It's a menu system that like right out the gate I was like, okay, this is fine. But the farther I play it, the more that I'm realizing how much I have to do in the menus. Yeah. It's like, uh, and that's a that's also a Bethesda 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 state, is that they have like S- these large D. menu systems like Skyrim had, yeah. but like I think. Skyrim's was a good menu system. Skyrim's worked, yeah. Even though you still had to spend a lot of time in it, it was a lot easier to you navigate. You feel like you needed to go into it as much, though. Right. Either. Like in Starfield, I feel like I need to go into the in the menu every all time, all the time for yeah. almost everything. Yeah, yeah. And then, like you know, it is like a walking simulator in some aspects with like the es- exploration. Um, 
a walking simulator here? Because uh, there is a lot of walking, and then, you know, you get overcumbered because... Oh, so quick. You want to just grab all the oh, shit. Oh, my That's God. Good. It's so quick, though. Like, you I just started the game and you're overcumbered. You can't so. do shit. You can't breathe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so you have to, like, Ay -ay -ay. do a lot of inventory management. So, like we said, back in the menus, again, like, you're spending a lot of time managing your inventory. Um, the, even just changing a weapon... Oh, it's I hate back, that. back here. Uh, like, there's no... It's so clunky. Like, with, with gun games, you usually have a button that just switches yeah. your gun. You got it. If you want to change it and you run out of ammo, at least for me, uh, quickly. So I got to change my gun right. onto the menu. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too, is, like, I think there's some scaling issues with it, too. Yeah. Like, uh, I found this really good gun pretty early on. It was just, like, a random spawn on a early on boss. And... I managed to get a bunch of ammo for it, and it, like, one-shots all the characters. And so, like, I haven't really, like... Oh, that is a really good gun. Yeah, but having a... It's just, like, a sniper oh. that you just get... Like, and I have, like, 800 rounds for it. Oh, my God. So, like... Well, all right. Yeah, like, I feel like I shouldn't be that good... This early. Right in, the be right in the beginning. But I also haven't played through enough of the game. And that's another thing. The game's massive. Right, yeah. Like, there's so much to do. It's very overwhelming. There's I've heard the main story has taken people, like, 80 hours. Yeah, a lot of the... quests. I've only... I've mostly ignored the main story so far. I did one of the main missions with, mm -hmm. like, the ranger guy. Okay, yeah. Um, but besides that, I've just been kind of dicking around, which this game is very easy to just dick around with. Um, it is very easy to dick around in the game. Yeah. Um, and that's me with... Bethesda games is typically it's encouraged to dick around I have more fun doing the other stuff I started I very quickly am doing side like I did the main mission up to a point and now I'm just floating around just yeah. doing the side stuff it's because I do like I like the uh, it's one of these things where like I really do like the spaceship control and like this the flying yeah. simulating I think the ships are cool I just I am not as glad about how like with you know in like no man's sky you can just fly into the planets right i wish starfield was I, I think you can do it but it takes a really long time super long yeah it's like real world it's like real space physics which yeah. i appreciate but like they should have added something like in no man's sky where it's like the sublight engines or like the pulse engines where sure. it's like it's not like the ftl drive but it is like super speed to like get around planets and stuff so you're not going at like 200 miles per hour yeah. planets nine million miles so, away so what that leads to is to get into a planet on starfield it's like okay you went into the menu to go to the map to locate the planet you're going to then you get to that planet from fast traveling and then you have to go in the menu again to yeah. just go to that planet that's the thing it's it's, it's, it's a lot all, of that it's all done through a menu yeah it's not there's no actual player <laughs> manual controls it's just <laughs> i mean there is but yeah there is more the of that. Space fights are really fun. I think. Space fights are fun. Um, the fighting is fun. Like when I get into battles, very combat's fun. really fun. The the uh, weapons are interesting. Like, I like how you have guns and like swords and yeah. fucking axes and shit. And like I said, uh, even though like I think it can be a little easy at certain points with the combat, I haven't gotten super far into the main story, and I'm sure that there's going to be a lot higher level enemies. Uh, hopefully. Hopefully, but. Even with that being said, the combat's still fun. Like, the combat AI is pretty good. Like, they have a sense of self-preservation and mm -hmm. try and, like, run away from oh my them. God. Just fucking them up. I was in the middle of, like, you know how, like, there's no cutscenes, but when you're talking to people, it's just, like, 
yeah right in their fucking face and that's all you see yeah i was in the middle of like a conversation with somebody post quest about something and they were asking me to help them with something and all of a sudden a fucking space monster like in the middle of that not cut scene just got laid out by this fucking animal and we had to like fight this horde of them all of a sudden i was like well that's pretty cool yeah no that is cool. the things like that can happen that's always been a, a case with like Skyrim or like it's the same as Skyrim and Fallout too. Yeah. Like if you're suddenly attacked while talking to someone, it's game time. Yeah, yeah. So and I just feel like they leveled that even up some more. For sure. Um, yeah. And again, I'm saying all my complaints with it because I do have a lot of complaints with it, but at the same time, you I like have a very fun time playing. Yeah, it, yeah. Which yeah. is the paradox with all Bethesda. It's a it's a typical Bethesda game. Like, you kind of know what you're going to get with yeah. that. Yeah. I think it has a little more issues with the things we've discussed, though. Yeah. Like Skyrim, yeah, it's good, though. Like, it, there's not a whole lot of menus. There's not a whole... that You'd use them, but it's not... There's already, like... There's already, like, a ton of mods out yeah. on it, too. I believe it. Um. So I do think, like, they modded Skyrim for... They're still doing to it. ...to Kingdom Come. Yeah. Pretty much. So they, 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 this is definitely a moddable game that they can fix a lot of these issues later on. Like, it is still the very opening launch, but... Yeah. Oh, for sure. But, uh, yeah, like, oh, one of the glitches that was awful, I don't know if you got this, but there's a ship that you can get if you complete a certain quest of, like, finding a secret base. Mm-hmm. And the ship is nice. It's, like, good for an early on uh, game mm-hmm. ship. But I didn't know that it had this well-known glitch now at this point where it has weapon racks, weapon racks that you can, like, store your weapons on. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, sweet. Like, I can display my weapons in my ship. That's pretty cool, and I don't have to carry them on me then. So I stored all of my weapon, like, my good weapons onto the weapon racks and then jumped to a different system. And I didn't notice oh, until no. much later, but they all disappeared. Oh, and God. And you can't get them back. And I looked it up, and it's like a well-known glitch with that ship in particular with the weapon racks that they need to fix. But they're like, yeah, there's no fixing getting it back. And that's just kind of what that these hurts. games... Yeah, it hurts, but that's just kind of what these games are like. Yeah. You just, like, oh, like... They'll get to it. They'll fix it. That's the thing. Like, it wasn't that big of a deal because it was still pretty early on yeah. in my game. And yeah. I got way better shit anyways that it didn't really matter. Um, yeah. But yeah. You feel it at first. What do you think about the companions? Um, the I like the robot one that follows you around he's kind of early one. on. He's I think he's pretty awesome. That's the one you have to ask him. Um, the ranger dude, like the Texas ranger and his daughter. Yeah, they're so they seem fun. That woman they that follows you at the start. Oh God, uh, I didn't really care for her much. They're not companions like another game we're playing that are very memorable. Yeah, I yeah. would say that like. They probably this game probably has some of the weakest companions in terms of like personality or character design wise mm. compared to past like fall, like Fallout or Skyrim. Yeah, uh, Fallout had very memorable companions and they all looked different or had different like vibes about them. They had interesting stories and all of these ones kind of seem samey. And then like I don't think the companions are done super well, just because like like you said with Sam. He's cool initially, but you can't go anywhere without his daughter. Mm-hmm. And eventually, like, it just starts, like, she just is in the way, and she doesn't do anything. 
She just takes up space in your ship. And this is how Brayden's going to feel about our friendship after my kid's born. Exactly. Just, it just got to just a point where you... kick her. Um, <laughs> Go on. Yeah. And uh, another thing, like... Yeah, the that didn't do anything. For questline companions, like the ones that have like a genuine story written about them, mm-hmm. uh, are all like lawful good characters, pretty much. Like most of them will get pissed at you if you steal anything, if you want to be a pirate like mm-hmm. they will get mad at you and not want to follow you anymore mm-hmm. uh, so it basically forces you to play as a good character even though technically you're supposed to you be able to do whatever you want do whatever you want yeah um supposedly there are two pirate companions that mm-hmm. you can get later on in the game when you join up if you want to join up with like the pirate faction yeah and they are evil or like will not give a shit if you rob people or kill people um because sometimes, I mean, I normally play as a good character, but space piracy seems dope in this game. Yeah. And I want to kind of be able to do that and not feel bad about it. Hmm. But the game does have... I mean, feel bad about my life. Yeah. Yes. The game does have a morality system that, like, punishes you. Well, that's funny, because let me, let me talk about a, a situation that I had with the game. So I was doing a quest with... Uh, what's his name? Sam. Yeah. The ranger guy. And uh, we went to his dad's house to get like a map to where yeah i did that was. quest right so we're doing that quest and i just didn't like the dad yeah he I didn't sucks. like the dad so i did i saved and then i shot the dad i fucking killed that motherfucker right and it had a lot of what we're talking about there was a glitch where like his body got stuck on the top of the door i was like i'm gonna close the door so i closed the door and then his body fell but like right. the fact that his body was just hanging just up like, there yeah so i shoot the dad i kill the dad Sam starts running around, so I'm like, I better go talk to him. He probably hates me. Right, he's probably he's pretty traumatized right now. So I talk to him, and he, he's traumatized, but he's talking to me about the conversation that he had just had with his dad before I killed his <laughs> yeah, dad. Did he even register that his dad's dead? Not at all. And, he, and I talked to him, and we had a conversation about how he should go, and I was like, go talk to him, like, you know, knowing that his dad's dead. So he goes into the other room, and... um. I walked back out, and there his dad was back up, <laughs> alive and not dead. And I was just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, it's just like sometimes the game. And then I killed him again, right? And then nothing. I was like, and it's probably nothing? because they didn't write that part of like what would Sam's reaction be, in right? The code. So they just like, yeah, if anyone tries to do this, just reset it. It was weird. I was just ready, and I did. I just went back to my save because I was ready for like, I'm gonna do it. He's gonna try to fight me. Like it's gonna fuck up everything. But nah, Sam just ran away, pissed about what his dad said before I murdered his dad in front right, of him. Not even acknowledging. Yeah, you blew his dad's head off, <laughs> killed him, raided his body, walked away, came back. Here he was. I was it's, like, it's is not he only, mad? Not even he was you mad. Murdered at me. him and then robbed his corpse. And he's like, yeah, this is fine, dude. Can you believe my dad said what he said? I sure. <laughs> I guess, man. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's just like, yeah, it's there's certain things are very goofy. Yeah, but at the same time, it's it's fun. It's very like I don't know, it's hard to describe like what all is appealing about it. But in the middle of me playing this year, a game that is probably the second, if not the best game I played all year, that has dried me, dr- dried me, that has drew. Driven, driven, driven you. It's drawn me in. Drawn you in. Um, in the middle of playing that game, I still have the surge to play Starfield, so that's a good sign. Yeah, and it, it is fun. It is fun. It's 
it's a thing. It's a Skyrim. It's a Skyrim game. It's a Bethesda game. Yeah, and I love Bethesda on games. newest consoles. Yeah, oh. most the vast majority of the the flaws are forgivable or kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, besides that, there's just there's a ton to do. There's I've been calling it open universe instead of an open world game. Open universe game, open galaxy at least. Open galaxy for sure. Yeah. So yeah. Like our laugh track. Um, um, Anyways, yeah, Starfield. So it's a fun game. Uh, if you have a computer or a, an Xbox. Yeah, and some patience. Too little patience. Be sure having fun and it's pretty to look at while you're doing fun, it. Though. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. That's a nerd. Sh- oh, fuck. What was the. Uh, no, we don't want to throw this around, but what was our little. We had a nerd shit, like stamp of approval that we made on the last one. Uh, uh, rapturous? A rapturous shit recommendation? Is that it? Like that. Yeah, I think that was. I think that's it. I'm not gonna use it for that one. I like Starfield. Play it, but it's not our RSR for this week. Right. Yeah. Um, but what might be is our RSR. Is I mean, I think we can stick with video games and talk about the video, other video game. Right. Right. That has been a part of our lives. Want to start? I absolutely do. Baldur's Gate 3. I mentioned it earlier in the podcast, but this was a big one for us that I was raring to talk about um, for the past few weeks now that I've been, about a month now I've been playing it. Um, fucking, wow, am I really, this is this has been a phenomenal year for video games. I have played a lot of video games this year, a lot of really good video games, and there are two in particular that have been groundbreaking for me. And that first one was Zelda. I still haven't played. Should play it. Um, <laughs> Baldur's Gate Three is right next to that, and it's a game that like I never expected was going to be this for me. I was surprised. It's not even my kind of you, game. You took to it. I took to it because it is a different. It's 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 a di- definitely falls into the realm of like a strategy game. Oh, absolutely. It's and I said in one of our episodes where we were talking about but this, where really I like I used to and I stopped and I was looking forward to. To getting back into them and I think I have especially with this one it was totally out of the ballpark of how I play games to regularly and I've never for those who don't know Baldur's Gate 3 is essentially the Dungeons and Dragons video game right. so it's based on the rules of literal Dungeons and Dragons in one of their realms and you basically play video game Dungeons and Dragons right um, and it plays exactly like Dungeons and Dragons like you roll dice to fight mm-hmm and do pretty much everything. A lot of the dice is like off the screen. Like it's kind of, they feel like they a little dice happening. Well. Yeah. You don't have to click, but then there are sections where you ha- you roll the dice to see how you'll, you'll roll the D20. Yeah, the, the important bits. Yeah. And that's such a cool feature. So the first five hours I'm playing this game, one, I'm learning the rules because I've never played Dungeons and Dragons. Two, I'm learning how to play this game as well. At three, I'm playing a game that is very outside of how I'm usually playing video games. Especially like, I remember I got to the one section where I think we talked about it the other night. I don't know if you played it, but where the the one inn is on fire and you have to save yes. the people inside of it. I got to that and I was just like, "What the fuck is going on? Like, can't I just walk? Like, why do I gotta do this like chessboard way of playing?" Like, right. that's how lost I was at that point still in the game. And then I figured now it's like I've got it down. Yeah, but boy, did it take the first fifteen hours of this game was me learning how to play. For sure, it it can be confusing with like you know. 
difference between actions, bonus actions, cantrips. So like I said the other day. Slots. Fucking. Movement. Fucking dorks. Yeah, it's the very dorky. Dungeons and Dragons. And which but is fine. Fun. Which is fine. But yeah. like, boy, do I know. Do I struggle? <laughs> yeah. But uh, now I played, I think my Steam tells me I have 70 something hours, maybe 80 hours played at this point. Wow. I've got it down. To, to a pretty comfortable... In which class did you start with in your solo play? In my solo play, I did a uh, Warlock. Okay, and how was that? Um, I'm, I I like playing him. I'm I'm a big fan. Like, I play Warlocks on World of Warcraft. Uh, I basically play Lego Warcraft, uh, Warlock on Skyrim. You know, magic and fighting. I kind of like the balance. Yeah. Um, I, I'm okay with it in this, this game. Um, it took me a long time to learn how... To play that's another thing I've never played Dungeons and Dragons and this game's like you're not only controlling your character but you also have to control and learn how to play these four other characters in classes of a game you don't know yeah. what you're doing with which can be annoying but I also appreciated it because it me got too. me to play classes that I never would play normally. exactly and how they play mm-hmm. and it helps you it, you 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 teach me and I teach you is this the, the game right very Pokemon method in it very very much like you're learning oh if, if this class is good at this then maybe this class should be doing this like like I had everybody just an attacker when I started. I yeah. was like, it's not very it's apparent not how to use the classes. It does especially teach you how to play the game in no. the game. You learn. Yeah, it, you learn it, how to play. It's yeah, it's D and D on the surface for newcomers seems very complicated, and it can be at certain points. But once it, it's very easy to ease into if you just give it a little time, and you figure out how certain things work. And yeah, you, you know, it's it's not. In the end, it's not super complicated. I didn't know Majority how. I, of it's on dice rolls. I didn't know how I felt about it for the first chunk of playing it, and then it, all of a sudden it went from this game that I was like, I paid the money, people seem to like it, I'm gonna keep playing. To like, I'm waking up at five in the morning to play for a couple hours right. before work, or I, you know, because you get invested into the story, you get invested into how to play your character and to mm-hmm. grow them and get them to be stronger. Because mm-hmm. the game gets really fun once you start to become. Yeah. like powerful once you know what you're doing yeah it's almost set to like you're gonna suck the first like three or four levels yeah that's very intentional once you get to level tracks. four though you're starting to well, miss less and well even like get your so for a lot up. a lot of like new dungeon and, and dragons players i don't know how true this is but i just noticed it as like a kind of trope within the fandom or whatever that like a lot of the like new campaigns players start off fighting like goblins or or fight like a goblin threat sure uh, which is what they did in this game yeah like you start off fighting the big, first big thing is the goblins yeah like seem pretty formidable at first but like once you level up a few times you one shot them pretty easily yeah uh, and then you progressively fight harder and harder enemies as you go on and as your character progressively and also kind of quickly and sometimes out of nowhere sometimes you stumble it because it is a very open world RPG and you can stumble into a very overpowered area for where you're sure. not ready for it. Which I appreciate. It like it's like you said, it doesn't like hold your hand mm. through things. Like no, and there are of that, you get better at it. So right. It's like thank yeah. you. You just have to figure out like okay, I'm not ready for that yet. Mm. Or you got to strategize and figure out a way to get past it. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, it doesn't tell you where to go. Like I said, I got you lost. Try things. It's a game that you're just like, I'm gonna try and see if this works and. Sometimes, most of the time, it, you can at least try and still have to roll the dice to see if it works. But like, I like there's a door. It's locked. Hmm. What if I shoot a fireball at it? 
boom, you take it. It's got hit yeah. points. You blow. You don't have to find the key. The door. Be allowed to figure out that I could things just like that. doors because yeah. I was lock picking them all the time. Oh my god, yeah, you can just or like when Jared picked up that dead body and threw it at a guy. I was like, oh, I, I, I didn't know you could just pick that. up dead bodies. And there's like people. makes sense. So many little details and features that are added in, like in, in our uh, co-op campaign that we're going through right now. See, it's such a good time. Kill the people at the gate guard thing that are supposed to open up the gate right like, the gate won't open anymore you have to do it yourself yeah so you better to leave it open because if you close Which it sounds like a really simple thing but like it was very cool how they built that into the mechanics Dude. like something that you 99 percent of players probably wouldn't <laughs> no. even encounter you just killed those people when we were just when jerry was standing by the door it wasn't moving i was just like oh my god no way <laughs> I, I never thought about like there's a character programmed up there to open and close the door and we killed them killed him <laughs> I don't even remember why. It, he saw us killing... Jared had the goblin that he broke out of jail, and the one person didn't believe him about it. And we had to fight her. And while we were fighting her, he saw uh-huh. Sarah fighting us. And the funny part is that the goblin didn't even survive. No, the goblin that we broke out was dead before we even left the town. Yep, so we... We got nothing out of that. And yeah, we, we killed like it. five... It's yeah. a game that the decisions you make, you are truly... I mean, you can F5 save and go back to a low, right, which right. I do a lot. But we're kind of not playing that in our co-op. Which I like. Yeah, me too. We're definitely playing differently than how I would play solo. Absolutely, we and are. It, and we're seeing fun. different aspects of the game that way. Yeah, yeah. Laying literally different, different... Like, it's a game... The story in this game is so fucking massive. Yeah. Every decision has a branching, basic reality of wh- what the game's going to do. Every decision. So it's just like... you Like, we're playing this co-op campaign together after we've all sunk loads of times in the main story. We're starting over, and we're just seeing things together for the first time. Some of us, like, oh, I didn't see this. They happened all of us were... multiple times. Yeah, yeah. So that's fun. It's just, you, yeah, you would be talking about things that I had no clue about. In vice the game, versa. That I, yeah, vice versa. Mm-hmm. So it, it's and very neat that way. Like, and it makes it, 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 like it's designed to be as replayable as possible. And it, get I, a different experience. I would say it is. I would say it is. I, I I'm working my ass off because it's a hard game. So I'm working my ass yeah. off through the main story, but I look very much forward to the the co-op campaign that we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. We have a pretty good time. Yeah, it's been pretty good. Um, it's very, yeah, it's a very different experience playing it co-op than in solo. For one, you only control... One character. Your Yeah, your character. So you get more invested into, like, the role-playing aspect mm-hmm, of it because mm-hmm. you're not, like, you're not all these Managing characters. four people, which yeah. can be... That's one of the laws in some areas is it is difficult to manage four people and their inventories all at once yeah but with just worrying about yourself loving it it allows for a lot of neat things to happen because you're all playing differently yeah and not like not just one person playing four characters the exact same way yeah and and like one of us could do something that affects all of us and we didn't yeah you guys were having a conversation with a guy, and I shot him in the head. Right, mid the conversation, conversation, the dead trying to fight people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mid- it's funny the cutscene just ended yeah. right there as soon as you shot. And we were both, me and Jim were like, "What happened? <laughs> you happened?" Yeah. Or like when you were in prison, and I had to go help fucking Bill. Yeah, we just were like, "Close the door, we'll kill these guards." Yeah, which was fun. It's fine, and nobody knew. No one knew. Yeah, we we. I really thought we were gonna have to fight the whole town, murder everyone. Yeah, in that yeah, that's like. Yeah, I remember the one, like the part where we decided we weren't doing like go back season unless we die. Right. Like when it was like we could go back, and it was like, nope, the dog's dead. We're moving on. Yeah. That's the decision we made. It is sad because he's a cool character, and you missed him in your first play. 
for sure. I also okay. miss the owl bear cub. I didn't even know you could have pets. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a thing. It's such a big. Anybody out there that has a computer, I think it's on PlayStation Five now. But like, play this fucking game. Download it. Start it. Yo, Even if you're having trouble with it at first, keep going. It's totally worth it. I definitely, yeah, and I definitely think this is gonna boost the popularity of D and D more than it's already been growing, just because a lot of people who would never normally play D and D because it's kind of hard to find people who know what they're doing mm -hmm. playing it. Uh, this is an opportunity for them to be introduced to the world and the, the game style. And I'm interested in playing Dungeons and Dragons with people now that I've played this game. I think yeah. this game is still my favorite possible way to play it. You would think that, but but I'm interested in playing actual Dungeons. Do, yeah, doing a full like actual Dungeons and Dragons campaign is pretty fun. It can take a long time, like longer than playing through a video game, but mm -hmm. it comes with its own unique experiences yeah. of like actually interacting with well if, it, if playing it with friends like that is as fun as playing boulders gate with you and jared um i'm all in because man i mean we were pretty business the second night i still had fun but we were like more business right but right. the first yeah, night we was freaking blast yeah i had so much fun we had laughs camp with our ding dongs with hanging our out. ding dongs out chasing people <laughs> it was a ding dong yeah it was yeah. fun i had a really good time because it was funny i was playing my campaign the next morning and it's hard. I'm in the middle of act, maybe the end of act two, middle yeah. or end. It's very fucking hard. And every decision you make is, it's still fun, but it's like, it's hard. And I accidentally loaded our game first and it like brought me to where we were. And I was, it was like this like feeling of just joy and relief. And like, man, I would like to play this one. This is a happy spot, Yeah, but I got to go back to hell. Yeah. I fucking love that game. Cannot say enough about it. I uh, we were we went to the Renaissance Fair this weekend, and I felt like I was in Baldur's Gate. You know what I mean? Right. All dressed up, and Jake uh, is interested in downloading and maybe joining us to play as well. You definitely can. Well, we found out that you can make your own character still, right? Yes, yes, you can. That's at least what I've read. We're gonna Miranda's gonna join us as well, so we're gonna yeah. see with her. It, it, but I read that, yeah. I had her log in the other night when I redownloaded it on my computer, and it she was just like your character. But I, oh. I, I think if you and Jared are in, and right? She comes in, she has to create a new. Character. That's interesting that my character is still like molded into the. Oh yeah, there. you're still just standing there. Like when I loaded my game that day by myself by accident, you and Jared's characters were just standing there. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how that works. If like you could, you don't move. They didn't do anything. Like we're not playable. Mm -mm. And like Shadowheart's with you, so she's just standing next to you. Right, she's my thrall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you refuse to play her. No, I just I don't. That that's what I said. I I play all four characters enough in the main story. I don't want to control any fucking. Now I people. get it, and I don't mind. It's, it's, but if Miranda's in there, or even Jake from time to time, then we don't gotta worry about controlling. Don't gotta you worry. Can enjoy just playing you. Right. No, I don't mind playing Shadowheart. It, yeah, yeah. I just like knew I said, the part where I had thrall. to play. Yeah. My guy's thing is kind of controlling yeah. animals and creatures to fight for me. Are you going to romance her? I don't know. Can we all romance her? I don't know. That'd I don't funny. want to. Sure, he's my thinks she's my girlfriend in the man story. <laughs> right, you you don't like I don't want to I don't want to do it again. So she's it, like into commitment. Oh, she's so annoying. God, she's so I mean it's flattering. It's and it's a game, so I'm like, we'll keep so this out. I, I, I I'm glad like it's here. Way. But I am every time I talk to her, it's like Oh, is that what butterflies in my stomach mean? I was like, 
dude, can we talk? <laughs> can we talk business for a second? I, I, every time. Focus. We're in the fucking lava cave right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Meanwhile, Lazel just like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> yeah, she scares me. Yeah, I, in a good way. Yeah, she's strong. Um, and Karthak. My plan for our Karlak's the best character. My plan for our new playthrough is to romance Karlak because my character is a tiefling just like her. Oh, so like it's a race thing. It's not a race thing though because she's also, you don't know what? No, no she's also a cool kid. Can't have any. I any, like uh, as well. In my head, I'm like, man, if Shadowheart wasn't fucking following me all around all the time, I'd at least considered romancing her in the, like my main story because she's cool. Like I think we all should romance someone just because I think I want to see how that plays out. Sure, yeah. If it if the different anything. scenarios, but I just but yeah, I'm more because honestly, I don't give a fuck. I don't care about the romancing, but if I'm going to, I would like my tiefling character yeah. to romance Carla. I, I did make a di- like. Why make me make a dick if I'm not going to see it? So I do want to see it in action just to see what that's like. Do you see it in action? I don't know. I've never gotten to the sex scenes yet. <laughs> Me neither. I tried romancing Shadowheart the first night, and she just wanted to talk about her feelings. Yeah, yeah, you told me that. See, my character talked about feelings, and then we made out, and I was like, oh. Well, we did kiss. We oh, did okay. kiss, but I was just like, it kissed and it faded to black, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, okay, thank God this is done and we can move on. Right. No, I wanted that. I wanted that yeah. dragon bussy. Bussy? To be seen, yeah. Debussy. Uh, I mean, maybe you will. I don't know. I haven't. I've. I can't. Other than that, and like her being a fucking annoying bitch all the time, I have not seen anything else happen yeah. with Shadowheart. <laughs> Other I, than her being like, glad to see you. Like, as fuck. But Carlac is a cool character. Carlac's cool. She's confident. Yeah. I, I see. See, I want my guy to get with her in this one. I'm. I'm like his dad and i'm like that's a really good girl you should date her is how i'm feeling about carlac and mike because like in my main quest game i wouldn't romance carlac i'm just i think we have a cool friendship i'm like she's fucking cool i'm glad she's my boy she's your buddy but like in this other mindset i'm like i want my son to be with that person that i think is really cool right so we'll get him buddy so are you locked into romance with shadowheart definitely yeah it sucks that it locks you in that early yeah can't change your mind. Although I you did... could I could do things to like ruin it, but at the same time I'm like, I need her. Right. Yeah. Need her on your good side. I cannot. Yeah, because I did get team. locked into a romance with Shadowheart and Lazelle did proposition me to have sex. Oh yeah. Later on, but I said no. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't want to fuck up what we got You're going. You're a good on. guy, Fraser. I want to eventually see some some titties. <laughs> For ladies out there that are wa- that's watching our show, I mean, you're single. Yeah, yeah. This is the kind of guy Brayden is. This is the kind of guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Give him, you know, give him a chit chat. for the. But t- don't give him a chit. This is not me trying to use our power for people to date you. I just think. Yeah, that would be weird. I just care about my friend. Would be happy. Buddy. You sound like my mother. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean that's Boulder's Gate. We just went in the Roman. There's battling. There's mostly battling. Battling. Rolling the dice. Something stealing. Out of the battles entirely, but. It's a game that just lets you play around in, like, Dungeons and Dragons set. Yep. You can just push people off cliffs. It's really funny. I killed a main big boss by just fucking shoving them off the edge. Very funny. Skipped it entirely. Got the experience. Yep. Thank fucking Christ, too, because that was tough. That was a tough fight. Although, can't you... You you can't loot them, then. 
I can't live them then. But they there's so much on. shit that it's like, whatever if I miss yeah. one person's shit that I might not even use. So yeah, so this is also interesting. One of the characters, we pretty much all had a main character that we missed in our initial playthrough. Yes. I missed Carlac for a while. I eventually found her, but mm-hmm. I missed her pretty much the entirety mm-hmm. of Act 1. And you missed the owlbear and the dog. Yes. So, yeah. Who Didn't Jared miss Asterion? I, I missed Asterion. You missed Asterion. You also missed Gale. Yeah. You missed two people. I missed two people. In time. Yeah. Who did Jared miss? I don't know. He said he missed someone, too. Lazel. Lazel. Jared missed Lazel for a while. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, the thing with Gale, with his story... He has this condition that he has to, like, consume magical artifacts. Right, 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 right. And yeah. I thought, like, oh, man, this is going to suck if I have to keep feeding this guy magical artifacts or something bad's going to happen. Uh, but it's not, it, it works itself out later on. And you also, like, once you get, like, a bit into the game, fighting magical artifacts is not hard. Not at all, yeah. They're everywhere. Don't you have to, you don't have to always give him, doesn't get to a point where he doesn't need it, to take it, them. He eats two. And then you, he's like, this isn't enough. We, and then it like progresses his main quest line. Nice. So you don't have to do it anymore. Yeah. And uh, it's good that we're all playing together because now he's kind of, I can get to see some of his shit with our playthrough because I missed him. He's still stuck in a fucking rock somewhere in my game. And I don't think I can even go back there to get him now. Well, and same thing with Asterion. Asterion. He's kind of, he's an interesting guy. Yeah. When you find out, spoiler. Spoiler. That he's a vampire. You find that out pretty quick. Yeah. It's not like very, yeah. Pretty, pretty quickly. Uh, he fucking kills me the first night yeah. that he sucks my blood because I just let him do it. I did not. Um, and I didn't like do any rolls to like get him off me because I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'll become a vampire or something. That'd be sick. And yeah, he just wakes up and my character is dead. Mm-hmm. And that was before I knew that you could like revive characters with Revivify. Revivify. Revive. And so yeah, I had to reload my save. But yeah, just like shit like that. It doesn't hold back. It's like you're you are dead now. Mm-hmm. You either play, you you can always go back to the dead body later in the game, really at any point, and use the scroll. Yeah, but other than that, your character and the, gone. or the dead character fucking dead unless you do something about it. Yep, which is cool. Yeah, but you had to reload because you didn't want to be dead. Yeah, this is definitely an F five, F five, F eight spammer. Yep. Yeah, you can choose pretty quick because there's point. nothing worse than like forgetting to F five. Mm, and having to go back, having to go back, fight like, a whole battle us. over, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, fucking. Which we had to do that a few yeah, times. That was not fun, but yeah, but it was good. It was at at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Still good though. Still fun. God, loving it. So, like I said, this is a game that uh, is definitely a contender for game of the year for me. It's fucking. Ah, uh, yeah, I, piece I, of I would definitely bet money on. It competing for game of the year. Yeah, I didn't think I was going to get as sucked into a game as I did with Zelda, but with this, I certainly have. Yeah, and no one expected, well, especially the creators, did not expect it to have this kind of success. Isn't that all fucking creators when they when their shit's popular? Right. Shocked I am. I believe them. Yeah, no, I believe them. So, yeah, Baldur's Gate 3. Play it. Play it. Do it. Bitch. Yeah. You won't. You're a coward. Or else you're a hot potato. So, um, with that out of the way, I just wanted to talk about a couple of things real quick. Um, books I read okay. in the time that since we saw each other. I said on the last podcast that I was going to start the Lemony Snicket books. And I did. 
I read the first three really quick. Um, yeah, the short books. Yeah, you you read them all? No, no. Okay, they are they're small books. I I would read one in like a day, and I got really into it. Um, I really like those books. They're they're definitely interesting. Um, the way they're written are really fun because it's written like through Lemony Snicket, who's also a character. His like way of describing things. So you have somebody just sometimes giving you the plot, right? But not all of it. Being like, well, this character's gonna die, and you're like, oh, one's not gonna. Just like things like that about it, I really liked. Um, I, I gotta keep going. There's definitely like a a backstory with it, but I ran into a little bit of a um a a wall with that. Not that the enjoyment level went down. Like I said, I read three books back to back to back right. in like two days. We watched the first episode of the Netflix series. I was gonna ask, did you watch the Netflix? So my goal, I've been starting to do this thing where like if I know a show is based on a book, I'll try to storm so much of the book so I can watch some of the show. And I saw like every two episodes is like a book. I was like, oh, let's watch the first episode. We'll start it. And I was really enjoying it. It had that effect of, like, I just read the book. Right. So I'm, like, c- completely comparing it. You should always put a little time between, um, which I liked. Except it got to the end of the episode, the first episode, and there was a massive plot, big plot, spoiler as far as I'm concerned, that I hadn't run into any, like, even hint of by the end of book three that I was just like, oh, wow. Yeah, I was like, that's a humongous spoiler. And that that alone just kind of like, it's like, I'm going to keep reading. I plan on finishing the series. It's off to a fun, interesting, good start. They're they're nice little mysteries, and they tie together really well. But man, did that spoiler like... Was it like the answer me. to a mystery that you didn't know yet? I didn't even know this was something that was a mystery. It's 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 something that like is just the premise, and then they were like, actually not. It's, that's not actually what's happening here. It was just like, oh, why did they throw that in the end of the first episode? Maybe it works better for the show entirely, but like, fuck, yeah, man, it was, it was big. It was based, it was essentially, I'll give you like a little hint. It's like a, a or more characters that you are led to presume are dead are just alive somewhere else. And I was like, I didn't even think that was possible. Are we talking, are one of them played by Kobe Smolders? I honestly didn't see who was playing who. Robin from Harvey. No, I mean, I know who that is. I just don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it was her. I Right now, I can't think of who the actors were that were playing the characters that I'm talking about. But, um... It was just... Ugh. Right. Yeah. I mean, it never feels good to me. So, so that stopped me in my tracks. But I did enjoy what I, what I read of it. Um, the next series I got into that I really, really did like a lot, and I'm working through the second book right now, um... You know the Golden Compass movie came out? Yeah. His Dark Materials, the trilogy. So I started reading those, and I finished the first book, and we started watching the HBO show as well. Right. Um, also an intri- a, a better adaptation. They just changed things here and there, but story is still there, so that's good. And there's no big spoilers as long as you keep to the episodes. Have you ever read the book? No, I had an ex-girlfriend who read them. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Well, no, not cool. No, sorry. Uh, fuck. Uh. Well, let me try to make it fun for you again. The premise is really cool. Like, the series is based in this world. It's like a counter-Earth. It's like a, you know, different yeah. universe. Earth. I know the premise. Yeah. She told but me But people it. listening might not, so I just want to fill in everybody. And uh, you have characters, and every person in this world has a demon, which is like a little animal that is like their partner, and, and they're like connected. Like, if you hurt the like animal, familiar. it hurts the person. Yeah, so... That's really cool, and it's in this world where this girl gets this item that allows her to, like, 
I don't even know. It's kill like, people. it's a, nah, not really kill people, but it's like a magic eight ball. Like, she can see where things are and what's going on. It's the golden compass, essentially. But, like, she's just on a quest to originally, like, find her friend and find her uncle. Um, is her demon the bear? Her No, her demon is not the bear. The bear is actually a race of, like, a, a part of, like, a race. She has a demon. He, like, changes. So when you're young, when you're a kid, your demon can, like, change form and stuff. But when you, like, turn 18... Because of puberty, with because of this stuff called dust, um, they take a form and stay that way. But the main girl, she's like twelve or eleven, so her familiar changes throughout. the The polar bear is just a companion she meets along the way. Got it. Yeah, I thought that too going into it. I was like, oh, is this guy supposed to be like the polar bear? And no, very different, very graphic series and very dark series, but very interesting um, series. I was very compelled by the first book. I got kind of stuck in the second one, not because it wasn't good. I just started playing a lot of video games, but right. um, it's usually the rub with me trying to read books. I dug it. I dug it quite a bit. Now we did start watching the show, like I said, and the show started introducing this character that um, wasn't prominent where I was in the books. I I, I dubbed him the spoiler because I was like, he was doing things throughout this, like even the second episode that I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I didn't even know this was what this kind of story was. Like, he was just doing these things that I could clearly tell took place later on in the books, right? But I didn't know. And every time he'd show up, I'd be like, oh, fuck, it's the spoiler. Like, we kind of made a joke about it. I was just like, oh, fuck, here comes the spoiler. Get ready. I said something along the lines like, oh, man, coming in hot to spoil that plot. <laughs> Could he just be lining this one scene? So that was a little scary. So if you really want to get in the series and you want to read the books before you watch the show, read all the books, then watch the show. Because there is a character that does something that, like, in the second episode, is something that isn't even discussed until like the second episode or the second chapter of the second book. Right. So that was something. But it's kind of, it becomes like a multiverse type of series and, but does it in a more interesting way than like Marvel does. Um, but yeah. Well, cool. I'm glad that you're also reading some books. I am. A new nerd shit. I've even left stuff out today just because I knew we had a lot to talk about. For sure. Uh, that's just some of them. Um, I recommend the series. I'm working my way through the second one. Maybe once I finish all of it, I'll have more. I know I didn't really go into what the show was about. Right. It's hard to do without spoiling a lot, but high fantasy. Interesting, you know, characters. Cool adventure. Animal companions. Animal companions. Which I love. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I want a little animal companion. You have a few on our Boulder's Gate campaign, so. Yeah. And uh, so that's what I got. That's that's what's going on with me. So oh, yeah. So yeah, um, what do we want to talk about next? Um, so we got the two main games out of the way. Those have been sucking up most of my time. My time as well. I'm trying to think. Do we want to talk? Have you seen any of uh, Ahsoka? I have seen a lot of Ahsoka. All right. Well, I've actually tried to record two videos for the the YouTube channel talking about how I feel about Ahsoka. Okay. And it has not gone well. And I just think this is probably the better spot for it. The recording hasn't gone well, or review hasn't gone well. Just me. I'll I'll get started, and it's it's a lot harder to put a camera in front of your face and record you talking about something that it, rather than have someone to bounce off of. Yes. So, um, I haven't. I, I get that. Yeah, but I mean, have you seen any of Ahsoka? I've seen two episodes. Oh, Doom. Three, three and four, fucking awesome. Um, so I'll get into how I feel about Ahsoka. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you should start. I. Um, I, I'm really liking it. I'm really liking yeah, it quite yeah. quite a bit. I'm into it a lot. And I, there's a few reasons for that. One, 
very quickly in the first episode did I feel an atmosphere in the show that reminded me of how I felt as a kid reading post-Return of the Jedi content. Uh, okay. Like, it had that same atmosphere with what was going on that I had when I read that shit. I also like how it started with a, uh, a crawl. Not a, not your normal Star Wars crawl, right? but it had a crawl. And I was like, that's important for Star Wars. And then it got to the opening scene where they get onto the ship and, and they, you know, the bad guy's there with his apprentice and... Yeah. What's his name? Balin. And uh, Shay, I think is her name. And I just loved it. I loved it immediately. The opening scene I did think was really good. Super good. And and one of the things I hear a lot of people complaining about that scene, because they'll talk about, I can't believe that guy just let them on the ship. Like, what a stupid plan. And I was just like, this is me talking to all Star Wars people out there. And I don't know. I know where we all have different feelings and opinion on what is Star Wars. But I'm going to tell you what Star Wars isn't. It's not Christopher Nolan level content. It's always been campy. It's melodrama. And people get so ridiculous. Like, we got Andor. And that's 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 quality writing. But, like, that's not Star Wars all the time. Right. Yes, the, they're going to let the bad guys on the ship. It's a stupid move, but it, what? Like it's melodrama. It yeah. happens. It's I fine. I think it's more within spirit of Star Wars, older Star Wars. Yes. So when I that, see people complaining stuff. about like Star Wars at this level, I'm just like, it's not, you know, it's I mean, not Oppenheimer. It's fucking Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, we literally, the entire opening scene of Return of the Jedi is a plan that does not make a ton of sense. But, but it works out. But it's great. And just roll. It's just crazy when I hear people bitching about like things like that. And uh, yeah, when, when I'm just really liking the show, is it slow at points? 100%. Yeah. But is Star Wars also slow at points? A New Hope is a slow as fuck movie. And it is arguably what people consider to be one of the best, the best Star Wars movie. So it's just like, what do you want? You know what I mean? And I, I just, I'm loving the story. I'm loving where it's going. The first two episodes set up a, a good base. And then three and four have action in them out the wazoo that I just, action with story. And I'm I'm loving it. And it's like, it's, it's, it's building upon Star Wars. Like where Star Wars content comes out, it's usually just like, like Force Awakens, for instance, even though I love it, it is a reboot of it's a very safe reboot of, of episode four. Everybody knows this, but it's good and it works. But like what this stuff is doing is, is like branching out and trying to create some new things entirely. Like the spoiler, but like one of the concepts of the show is there's a map that leads and they're following these whales to get to a character who got transported to a separate galaxy. So we're going out of like the main, we're going galaxy jumping essentially, which isn't something... Star Wars does. It's always been an A galaxy. An A galaxy. But now we're going to another one. So they're, they're, and I'm okay with that. I think that's a really cool, especially how they explain how it works and how to do it. I'm like, okay, that's interesting because that can introduce characters. Um, there's a species in the, in the legends, Star Wars now considered legend, but the old expanded universe called the, the, um, Yuzhin Vaughn. And they're this, threat from another galaxy. Yeah, I know the Yuzhin Vaughn. 
And I've heard of them before, at least. I think that's going to be cool if that's the kind of direction they go with this, or at least gives the opportunity to bring them in. And that helps with that feel. Like, I remember reading post Return of the Jedi content, and it always had this like darker feel to it. And like, right. we have these witches that are now a part of the series. You know what I mean? We have like this other ways of controlling and using the force. I'm all on board with it. Yeah, I, I do enjoy, appreciate that they're trying to expand the universe because I think that's been a lot of the main criticism leveled at newer Star Wars or Star Wars in general. Is right. That they kind of stick to the same. And it's scary too. Stuff. Because if they don't, some people might not like. like exactly. It depends on what you do. That's always been the paradox with trying to please the Star Wars fandom is that like to in order to like adapt and and continue to be good you have to change some things but at the same time you can't get away from the original spirit of star wars at all because you'll piss people like the original fans off yeah so it's a very fine line to walk yeah adapting anything star wars and, I, and they're walking it yeah and some people like it some people don't for whatever reason or another and it's just i'm just glad they're doing it even though it could, it might not work for everybody. It right. probably won't work for everybody. The last thing Star Wars wise that I think worked for everybody, other than Andor, and I'm not even sure of Andor. I know we really like him, people, but some people don't. Some people don't. Um, but I think the one thing that the world agreed on the last time was the introduction of Grogu as baby, not as baby Yoda, but he wasn't Grogu. When we saw that baby Yoda, everybody in the Star Wars world was like, we do like that, though. Right. And I just don't know if we'll ever see that again with Star Wars. It's hard to and say. I don't think this is it. Yeah, but uh, I like it. I guess that's what's important. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I I hope you watch up the rest of it. I hope you three and four are pretty solid. Four ends with this crazy kind of cliffhanger ending. Yeah, I, I think I'm excited. going to continue uh, watching it eventually. Mm-hmm. I think the issue for me with this show, I didn't uh, not like it, mm-hmm. but I also wasn't like super enamored with it i definitely think for me personally it's falling victim to a bit of like star wars fatigue where it's just like what for for one thing i love the clone wars but ahsoka was never my favorite character of that show like i know she's like beloved in the fandom i just never really cared much for her i always liked seeing obi-wan and anakin a lot more Mm -hmm. and then secondly i don't give a shit about rebels I've never I, I've watched season one of Rebels and didn't really like it, which I hear that, that it does get better and you know I'll yeah maybe eventually get, get back to that too. Yeah. But it's it's two two things that are like the main focus of the show that like I didn't have that initial care for going into it, and I, I felt like a lot of the scenes were like not trying to make me care about it. It's just assuming. I already care about it because it's like we're gonna go get Ezra like we're gonna go which I guess spoilers for episode one but I mean it's revealed pretty yeah oh no I mean that's the plot of the show that's the plot of the show it's like we're gonna go get Ezra and I'm like great I don't give a shit about Ezra I don't care if I see him um and so I think for people like you in particular and and you're a group of people that are also part of the Star Wars right um losers no no I'm just kidding (laughs) But um, of people who haven't watched Rebels and have no connection. So, like, this show by the end, I think, has a job for you guys to make make you give a shit about these characters by right. the time it's over. Because for me, I know the characters, so I do like it right out the gate. 
Right. The story within the show itself does need to do a good enough job in it that by the end of it, someone like you now likes these characters or gives on a shit about them. Yeah. Without just assuming you're already a fan of these two previous yeah. properties. You kind of got to go into it the way you would the first time you've ever seen Star Wars, where they're talking about characters and names. And you, episode four. Yeah. And you just go along with it because you're like, they seem to know what's going on. And then by the end of the movie... You're in love with these characters. And that's kind of what the show, that's how I think you need to go in the show with is like, I know there's a backstory here, but I don't know it. And right. see if by the end of it, if if it's won you over. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I also, I'm hoping the characters get better because I think Rosario Dawson's doing a fine job playing Ahsoka, but I also, I don't know, I just, I feel like this has been kind of a problem with a lot of like modern Disney Star Wars. It's like a lot of the actors don't really show a lot of range with like emotions or like it's a lot of just like normal talk or like mm-hmm. serious talking to each other and I'll say this just in these next two episodes you get a little more of that not like too much yeah. but and, they're like, start and I'm not it. even just talking about like oh like they'll make a quip here or there cause like no st- like, yeah no I know. I know I know I know I know um, that's, that's just in general but like something that like makes them a distinct person and mm-hmm. not just a person who looks like a character I vaguely know talk to other people yeah. in a monotone voice. As the episodes, even just with the two that's come out since then, I think they've given a little more of that. There are that's some good. moments. That's, that's the thing. I am, I'm also very aware that like I've only watched two episodes and it very much could get better for me. It was yeah. just hard for me to stay invested for like those first two episodes because I didn't care too much about the characters and I did think it was slow in parts. And I also just, in general, have that Star Wars fatigue where, like, unless if something's, like, radically different from what I've normally been seeing, like, not just, like, Mandalorian-esque or, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that, like, like Andor was, it's hard. It's harder for me to, like, give a shit about it. Um, like, yeah. And I, I think that that show has a, like, for me, it's working for me because I, I, I'm pretty up to date with all things Star Wars. And the things I said I liked about it beforehand that the show is doing for me. Um, but I will say in the next two episodes that follow the ones you've watched, you do see more of the characters yeah. being more charactery, and the story starts going along a lot better, and they introduce some things. They, they like There's a scene where you kind of see Ahsoka use... She doesn't per se use the dark side, but she definitely uses the Force out of an emotion, and you see that emotion. Like, Rosario Dost is very in the first show of it but you do start to see more of like more range and there's something that happens at the end of the episode the fourth episode that makes her have to like she it's like she becomes her clone war self right which i which i and it's well, i think cool. i would enjoy more because yeah. at least with her clone war self she has a more vibrant personality she's she's not gonna stay that way through the right. show but in the moment that's happening um it's like Revertigo, if you heard of Revertigo, it's from How I Met Your Mother, where you act like an older version of yourself when you're with somebody from from, from your past. Yeah, that's kind of what happens. I know that I know what the spoiler is. You do, I'm sure. I you saw do. it. On okay, the good. I mean, just that alone, Anakin, which I would like. Or Ghost Anakin, yeah, which I would enjoy. Excited seeing because, like I said, she was my favorite part about the Clone Wars, but I did appreciate that she, you know, had her her role to play. I didn't hate her as a character. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't like. She's the best character of that oh, show. Sure. I just I, I like Anakin. If you would watch all of Clone Wars, 
you'd, you'd start to see where she goes as a character, but I'm not going to be I've like... I've seen all of Clone Wars. You've seen all of it? Yeah. And you still didn't like Ahsoka that much? Oh, I still... I liked Ahsoka by the end, but again, she was, still wasn't, like, my favorite character. That's fair. That's fair. I just thought, like... I just really appreciated Clone Wars for, like, making Anakin... Yeah. How Anakin was actually supposed to be. Yeah. Like, you definitely see it a lot more. And then, not to bash on Hayden Christensen, but it was a script. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's why I'm excited to see him do whatever he's going to do. Um, right. In episode five. I'm I'm so looking forward to the next episode. Um, I, I know people feel weird about the world between worlds place, but, like, let's see what it does before we make a full decision on how this goes. For sure. Um, yeah. I, I can't. I'm excited to see Max more. I hope the only problem I had with the scene, um, he looks rough. Old, because he's old. No, he doesn't look old. That's uh, the problem. He looks computer. They use some strong computer de-aging on him, uh, and it looks very weird. Like, the scene not? came on, and I was so pumped to see Anakin, but then I was also like, oh, God, why does he look like that? I mean, How old is Hayden Christian? He's 40s, right? He's 40s, but I'm telling you what, man, if they would have just did nothing with him, just let it, yeah, he would have looked fine like he'll, he'll look like a guy in his 40s but at the same time i mean i get anakin was supposed to be the problem is younger but when obi-wan came out and they showed the flashback scene they didn't de-age the motherfucker and he looks old as like 20 year old anakin and it's like well now he's like older anakin you can you don't have to de-age him now and he's a force ghost like you just fucking leave him be right it yeah. looked weird. They definitely so hope, overthought it. I hope it was just for a quick scene, and when we see him in a full episode, it's just they got because like, you have Hayden. You, what are you doing to him? It's like we have we've had this de aging technology, and God damn it, we're gonna use it in every one of our properties. It's ridiculous, and I don't hate it when it's good or when it's necessary. But I just felt like when I saw that, I was like, that scene would have done a lot better for me if it looked like him. <laughs> So we'll see. I hope the episode, I think the episode's going to be good. I have a really good feeling about it and I have a good feeling about this show. Good. I haven't seen, it hasn't had any big writing issues quite like Mando season three or Obi-Wan had either. So it's like, cool. Stick to what you're making, make it good. Have some campiness at Star Wars, you know, have fun where you need to. Leave it at that. But uh, yeah, I hope by the end of it, you do, yeah, take you'll, to it. You'll have to tell me what, like, how it progresses if it gets like. I'll keep you posted. Really good. I mean, obviously, no major spoilers, but I will probably hit the major spoilers anyways. If you've already seen the Anakin thing. Yeah. yeah. So that was hard for the internet to keep a lid on. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really awesome. I'm yeah. so excited to see. It. I'm just. I'm just. I. I I'm excited. <laughs> I like Hayden Christensen as, as Anakin. I like that they brought him out. That's one thing I wanted the sequel movies to do was do something with him as a Force ghost, and they didn't. And it's just like, here's a, like if, if you go back to 2015, Chase is sitting in a room watching people talk about the upcoming Force Awakens and the story and how it's going to go, and there is a me that's just thinking like, oh man, I wonder if like episode 8 or 9, like Force ghost Anakin shows up and... Never happened. Got his voice in the rise. Yeah, of I think they are starting to use Force Ghosts a lot more now, though. Fine with me. Use them well. They could do the Force Ghosts even have powers now. Yeah. Which also fine with me. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. It's the fucking Force. They're still part of the Force, so yep. imagine and it makes sense they can still use the Force. So yeah, show me that. But yeah, I don't know. I I probably had a lot more to say about it. So I definitely tried to squeeze a lot into my video that I was trying to make, but uh, I think that's. I think that's good enough for me too. I don't have a lot much else to say yeah. about it. 
yeah, it's I recognize that it's not a bad show, but I I'm just waiting to see more of like reviews to come out to get me to invest in it a bit more. Let me keep you posted. Yeah. Because if you there's a lot of crap on Reddit. Yeah, I try not to read that stuff. But I just saw that the force Anakin in a thumbnail. Yeah. And I'll be honest, any um thumbnail or like YouTube video, most people try to like give that picture a little make it look a little better. So like anything I've seen online about it, it's always like a clearer image of it, so it looks a lot nicer. But when I watched that shit live on my TV, I was like, that looks rough, dude. So we'll see. So whatever. It doesn't need to look perfect as long as it's good. As long as it's good. So we have another show to talk about. For sure. Could we all guess what it is? Me and you? Yeah. What do you think it is? Is it um the voice? Yes, it is the voice. Well, how to do the season of the voice? That's so good. Nuts. I can't wait to see um Blake Shelton <laughs> tear it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was... Just, I don't even think he's still on the voice anymore. No, don't watch it. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't really know. I, I, not, I mean, I guess. I just picked the show. The voice, for, sorry for anyone, for fans of the voice. The voice is about to catch a few strays here. Um, who do you know from The Voice that has actually become famous? Can anyone name a winner of The Voice that is still active? I wouldn't know. Like, a new singer could come out, and I wouldn't know that they were from The Voice. No, the answer is no one. I've not heard of anyone <laughs> winning The Voice actually becoming, like, a super famous new pop star. I wouldn't know. I'd have to have to look into who the winners are. I'd have to go see if I do any other thoughts. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. But the real show we're talking about. Do you have more to say about the voice? No, yeah. I, Are you sure? For for another time. No, if you want to, I want to. No, we'll, we'll continue the this voice is fun. criticism later. Okay, we'll save some time at the end, baby. Um, but we need to talk about the live action One Piece episode show. Shows. Yep. Show on Netflix. Shout out to Netflix. Pay your writers. Um, yes, please. <laughs> One Piece. One Piece. Yeah. It was something that for a while, and Braden was too, don't let him fool you. No, I, I, I've never said that I never not criticized it. I just, we, said, I just started to feel optimistic later on. He did, but I'm just saying, we were worried and we did not feel good about for a long time. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, as soon as time. they announced a live action One Piece, I was like, can't do it. Me too. It's gonna suck. I actually listened to an old recording where we talk about like when they first got it and we were both just like, yeah. what the fuck? Even when they first, I remember when they first casted the actors for it and I was just like, oh, it looks like they got some good picks. It's I, it's a shame that all of these nice young actors are gonna ruin their careers right. attaching their name yeah. to this product that is definitely going to suck still. Yeah. Um, yes. But yeah, as the, as the news went on. Life continued. Life continued. You know, uh, things that w- would slowly get me to pique my interest, like for the fact that Oda is pretty much has to sign off on everything in the series. Heavily involved. Here. Very involved. Very involved help. Which is great. You want so that? It's like, well, that's good. It puts a ledge on things too, though, because if it sucks and it's like, it sucked in the Right. I was, I was like, okay, the stakes are getting higher because. Mm-hmm. It's good that Oda's involved, but it's also bad because if it sucks, yeah, it's going to hurt his reputation. Yep. 
And so, yeah, as the months went on, eventually a trailer dropped. And what? Oh, that's. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask. What did we what think? Did we think of the trailer. So when we first watched the trailer, we laughed at it and did not like it. Yeah, did not. Did not feel it. good. Did not feel good at all. Um, that first trailer surprisingly won a lot of you motherfuckers online over, but did not win me over. I didn't, yeah, I didn't even see it. a little. It was not good. Um, we were very worried. Very. That did not help the worry. That did not help the worry. Helped a lot of people's worry. It seemed like not ours. And I guess just for context, like we'd also just come off of Cowboy Bebop not too long ago, mm-hmm. which sucked. Right. And other it, Netflix uh, Netflix anime adaptations like Death Note. Yeah. Suck. Yeah. Death Note. The live action is funny, but it sucks. Not good. It's not good. It's and it's funny. not funny in a. Not trying to be funny. It's not trying to be funny. It's it just is. funny in like how. Yeah, they fumbled the ball. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then we got a second trailer. And I also, that this is the second trailer won Braden over. It, it yeah, quite still didn't like it. I still was trailer. like, you're still mm. worried. And honestly, the things I had problems with the tra- that second trailer are problems that I have with the show. It was very prominent in those trailers that they didn't fix for me. Right. Um, but I was, I was starting to get more optimistic because, like I said, like there's progressively more positive news dripping out about it that at least seemed like it had a shot mm-hmm. with like the fact that Netflix poured a bunch of money into building real practical sets. I saw f- stills from some of the sets and I was like, oh, that's a really unique take on that. Like, I think I would enjoy seeing like the Baratier come to life in that way. Yes. Um Stuff like that where I'm like, well, at least there's there might be some good aspects to this show, at least, even if overall it's still going to suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, then the second trailer, I don't remember really what it was. I'd have to rewatch it of like what yeah. caused me to like change my opinion on it and become more optimistic about it. Maybe it was just me holding out hope that like the source material was good enough and based off of all I'd heard from the production that they were putting a lot of tender love and care into this one and that they really wanted to get this one right and everyone seemed really passionate about working on it, which, yeah. again, raised the stakes because I'm like, oh, it's going to suck that they put so much work into this and it's still going to suck. Right. But I was just like, maybe... It- and you just keep seeing all these videos with the actors and you're like, man, man, they look like they have like so much God. fun and I like oh, them. Man, yeah. It's bad. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't want it to be bad. But I was just like, you know, maybe it won't be bad. Maybe there's a chance, there's a shot that it's good. And so I just started to, you know, similar to the the main spirit of the story, I started to hold out hope for the dream that it's not going to suck. You were, you, we were like the crew. You know, yeah, movie I, was like, I, believe in I believe in the source material and that they're not going to deviate from it so much like Netflix has done before mm-hmm. and completely butcher it. So I was alone then in my, this is going to suck. Right. And I felt very alone. Um, I felt like abandoned by people that agreed with me all all the reddit started drinking it was really sad there for a little bit yeah 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 i thought about cutting yeah Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but i didn't um but it was you know everybody was so up and it got to the point where people were like you're gonna hate it no matter what and i was like no i don't think i will i just to me there's literally just nothing it was a long shot no matter how it was was a long shot 
Then I saw a behind the scenes thing that they put out about a week before the premiere. And just the way things looked in that, I was finally starting to be won over. I think before that came out, they put some music out from the show that I was like, this music ain't half bad. Oh, yeah. And we, we will talk about the music. Well, yeah, we'll get later. to that. But... And then I saw the behind the scenes thing. And then they put out a final trailer. And by the time that final trailer hit, even before that, I was starting to get pretty excited. By the time the show premiered, I was looking forward to it. Yeah, like, what is this going to be? I, I woke up at three in the morning, the night, the morning that it dropped and went, came out and watched the first episode because I just needed to, I needed to see what this was. And, you know, you heard reviewers talking about some of the, they, they'd seen the first episode or something. And I was like, I got to check this out. I got to check this out. And we watched all of it. I mean, you have watched all of it at this point now. I watched all of it the first night. You watched it all the first night. It took me a couple of days. I was playing Baldur's Gate and Starfield at the same time. So I just split some time, but. Yeah, it uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, it is I, a fun romp of a watch with a its own very unique aesthetic for sure and atmosphere it's, type of a show. It's very much like I started to understand, like, is like the whole opinion of like why One Piece not only can't work as a Netflix adaptation because Netflix has screwed up adaptations before, but just because of what One Piece is in general it could never be translated to live action and have people take it seriously. Yeah, that's one of like the main points we made back when we first talked about because it. Because it's one of the goofiest anime out there in terms of art style, character design, um, you know, there's fucking characters in characters general, in how general. they act. Yeah, I was just like, you can't do this and have it be satisfying, that you can satisfy the original fans while also satisfying a general audience. And that's how I graded how I went into the series, like how I was going to grade it. Like, does it A, work as a One Piece adaptation and B, does it work as just a random show I would turn on Netflix because it's new of like how a lot of people would have watched it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it succeeded in both. Not without, you know, flaws here or there. Like like you said, it's not the, the greatest show in the world but I did have a fun time, like a genuinely fun time with it. Fun. I did think they got most of it right with adapting the source material. And I thought most of the changes that they made from the source material were reasonable. Most of them. There were a few gripes I had of like, why did they have to change that part? But well, I'd be we'll interested to hear you say that. Um, yeah. I would give, of those two things you said that you, you were looking for in it, I would give it a one and a half. I would give it the one for being a net, a good adaptation of the material. Ten? No, 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 no. You 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 said you had two things you wanted it to do. Be a oh oh yeah. yeah so yeah. I would give it a one and a half. I give it the full one for being a, a good One Piece adaptation. I don't know if I can trust rightfully say I think it works as a it's just any show for anybody to just put on. Right. I yeah. don't know if it completely does that. I think it does to an extent. But I don't think it completely does that. And that's why... We'll, but good we'll enough. Talk, we'll talk about it a bit later. Yeah. But that's why I wanted to do some research and see what my parents thought about sure, it. Sure, yeah. My parents know absolutely nothing about One Piece. I'm pretty sure they... Like, I told my mom, like, oh, yeah, I've been reading this since I was 16 years old. And she had no idea. Okay. That, like, it's been... Like, never heard of it before. Sure. I mean, nobody would. So if anyone is, like, a neutral observer of quality, it would be... My mom and dad, which my mom watched it more than my dad. My dad 
I don't know if he has ADHD or something, but he's always on his phone. But Fair. there were a few times, uh, there were a few reactions from my dad from it as well that we'll get into. I look forward to getting into that. But before we get going into that, um, the 1.5, when I said it and you thought it was the rating I was giving, the, the face you gave me, the look, it looked like you had felt. What were you thinking in that moment? Were you well, really I was mad just because I was just like, I know you didn't hate it. And like 1.5 out of 10 is like <laughs> abysmal. No, yeah, no. I have given it a solid 7 out of 10. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. I would solid 7 out of 10. I would personally give it an 8 out of 10. Um, this is, I think I really enjoyed it. And it also helped that like, I was just super pumped that like, they, I think they managed to overall be successful. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, the first, I was addicted for the, oh God, it was much better than we thought it was going to be. Yeah. That, and I think that's something you really got to, it's so much better than we thought it was ever going to be. Right. It's not the best. Not the best. I don't expect any first season of a show really to be the best. Right. And that's the thing. I, I still see so much potential for season two of like what they could do. Yeah. I hope and, they announce it soon. I hope they start working on it as soon as they can. Yeah. And I have been like reading, like watching like just quick YouTube video reviews of like people who don't know anything about One Piece and watched it. And I've been seeing nothing but positive things from them too. Like people who are genuinely like, yeah, I've no connection to this property whatsoever and I'm invested to see like where the crew goes next. I think some of the things that I, I thought were negatives at the start of watching the show though, they become they become more of the show's charm. What were those? Um, I thought, um, so the first episode started and I'll say this, a lot of the reviewers said that some of them only had seen the first episode before it had premiered yeah. and they were like blown away by the first episode. They they really, they, they fucking Wreck-It Ralph 2 the first episode because I was like, <laughs> they were, yeah, I was like, the first episode did not win me over at all. Yeah. It had good moments. I liked it, but it was not the first episode that was I was this told amazing, it was going right? to be. It started, the opening scene with, with Gold Roger, and I still feel this way, feels like something I've watched somebody make on youtube it's a little it, clunky it looks like it has the budget of a youtube video in that the, the acting is weird like are they correct to the characters that they're playing sure but it came off very weird for real life people so that opening scene i was like this is not good like it, it, it was a scary moment because cowboy bebop's first scene was also the scene that made me go this isn't gonna be good luckily the show continues and does such a good job that Things like, like there's just there's a lot of cinematography that I'm like, ooh, why'd they do it like that? Like things like that. On a right. technical level, One Piece works in a lot of ways, but also doesn't in a lot of ways. But as the show goes on, that way of filming almost becomes charming. It, I'm gonna rewatch the first episode and see how I feel about it's it. It's weird. It can be off-putting at first when you first see it, but once you settle into it, you can really start to enjoy it for how different it is than stuff that you're normally used to seeing. Yeah. And I think and I think that's why you gotta watch it differently than in other shows. Yeah, that's that's why I was gonna say um earlier, but I think I forgot that um it actually was seen as one of the hardest animes to adapt because of how goofy it is, but that's actually its strength because of how goofy it is you don't have to pretend in live action like this is a realistic world. You can still do goofy stuff and just say like you're going to accept to the audience like you're going to accept this or not. Like this is just how this world is. Yeah. And with that, you can get away with things with special effects, maybe looking a little wonky mm -hmm. or, or stuff like that. Maybe look or like characters dressed up in like 
really weird hairstyles and outfits looking yeah. a little goofy. Like once you settle exactly. into, you're like, yeah, this is just how this world is. And I'm excited to see what else like weird shit is going to happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it almost like becomes its strength of like how weird it is that yeah, yes. they don't have to, because Cowboy Bebop, there's a level of realism there mm -hmm. that they have to stick to. Mm -hmm. So when you try and translate someone like Ed all of a sudden into like this noir story, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Because they have to be kind of gritty and realistic. Yeah. But One Piece doesn't have to pretend like it is down to earth. Yeah. Because it's not. Yeah. And I think, um, like you said with the Ed character, I think in a way they've nailed a lot of the characters, but I do think they need to tweak them just a little for it to work completely in live action. And one of the show's strengths is also one of the show's weaknesses. One of its strengths is it sticks really true to the story and the characters of One Piece. You're getting the story arcs, you're getting who they are, yada, yada, yada. Where it hurts them is they over, like they don't nail scenes because they try to make them too anime-like. Right. And it kind of, and actors struggle with that. Although um, there are two changes that they made that I was pissed off because they were less anime-like. I thought their anime counterpart scene was done much better. Sure. And I'll get to those. Well, did, when do you want to hear about this? Um, let me say this thing about this and then you could probably dive into it. But there was, um, I, I just think like sometimes they try to make, so Luffy's a tough character because he's, you know, ah, scream. screaming doesn't always translate well with live action. That was good. I mean, I wasn't going to mention that, but him doing the screams and like the, the fists up into the air didn't work for me. Yeah, it did for me sometimes, but didn't always. And one of the scenes in particular that I, they like changed it, but then went back to it. And it was, it was the Nami hat scene. There's a scene where he. He gives a hat to a character, and then he he's like, we're going to go kick some ass. Now, in live action, what I thought really worked, she asks him for help, and he says, very softly, he says like something like, of course I will. And you're like, ooh, I like that. But then he starts shouting it, and it's like, you should have just left it with that. Like yeah. You could still create the tone that scene creates, but you don't need him shouting about it, even though that's what Luffy does. I think there's two ways they could have done that scene better. Better Either A, have Luffy be quiet the entire time, like mm -hmm. not even respond to Nami when she's trying to get him to go away. Yep. But then when she does ask him for help, then he just says one shouting, of course I will. Mm -hmm. I think that would be fine. I just think you get rid of it entirely. Or shout at least. You get rid of the of course I will entirely. And just have him do the soft one mm -hmm. and then just walk off. That When he just said it to her, of course I will. And he put the hat on her. It sent shivers down me. I was like, oh, that was solid. Yeah. And then, it kind and of then he shouted it. And I was like, I know this is how it goes. I know this is who Luffy is. I know how it just felt very off yeah. in a very intense scene. Yeah. Because then it follows with good again. And then the episode ends. But like, it's things like that. When they try to directly represent an anime scene and not try to adapt it is where I think it hurts. There's a scene where the guy who plays Zoro is, he's giving a big, passionate, loud, screaming speech, and it just makes him look like a bad actor. It's a bad yeah. scene. Yeah, and it always... It's supposed to be a big moment. Well, that that was a big... Yeah, that was kind of a, a, a flub, I think, as well, because that, yeah, it didn't really feel that impactful, but in the manga, Zoro does that because... He's shouting at that out because Luffy's far away, like, they're not close to each other, and so it, like, 
Like, they're not all just, like, just standing over him and just like, why are you shouting right now? Kind of weird goofiness. Yeah, it just felt out of place. Yeah. And he also, they, like, didn't give him the exact lines, too. So, like, they, they wanted to recreate the scene, but they didn't give him the exact lines that make that scene cool. So it's just like, let's just get past this. Right. And it's, like I said, there's a few moments like that throughout that kind of suck. Give me your things that you didn't like. So one of the big ones that I didn't like, not that I hated it, but I just think that the anime version was done much better, was the Shanks mountain bandit face-off scene. Okay. Where... Yeah. So in the anime, Shanks like shows up with these mountain bandits causing trouble, which is pretty much one-to-one what happens in the live action as well. But where they kind of differ is that Shanks gets a gun pointed to him by one of the mountain bandits, and he's being all cool and calm. And then he just kind of looks at the guy who's pointing the gun at him and says, like, you know, if you're going to draw a gun, it, I'm paraphrasing here, but yeah. he's like, if you're going to draw a gun, you better use it. Use it. You know? And then you hear a bam, and Lucky Rue is, like, right next to yeah, Shanks. point blanks him. Point blanks him right next to Shanks. You, you, he was not there before. Like, he basically, like, fucking shadow stepped up to this guy and shot him and it was like a huge surprise and shanks is like expressionless when this hour he just has like a cool look on his face he's just sitting there yeah when this happens oh, yeah i knew this was and then happen. like the crew go and beat up uh, the rest of them but in the live action shanks points like a finger gun at oh, the guy yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not even pointing a gun at him and then he like goes to like shoot him with the finger gun and then the guy actually gets shot by mm. Lucky Rue who's like a far distance away mm. and Shanks looks like surprised that Lucky Rue mm. shot him. I don't know if I noticed the surprise look. I have to watch that. And then it like goes into just like a regular bar fight which like it was a cool bar fight scene but like in the anime just the way that they had it like well for one they just show Ben Beckman go off screen and just beat them all up mm-hmm. really easily. And in this one, they have like a tussle, but it almost makes them look weaker than they're supposed to be because they're supposed to be like pretty strong already right now. And they just kind of look like dudes in a bar fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. When in the anime, it looks like, oh, these guys are actually really yeah. formidable. Yeah. And that's why they didn't. That's interesting. I, cause I, I, I do, I do like that scene. <laughs> Um, I definitely, of course, I think the shot to the head scene in anime is way better. I think I, I get why they didn't do that, though. You know what I mean? No, I don't know. I think with how, because they committed to the anime parts in some aspects, but did it in others. But I think that's the one where they should have committed to the anime. Mm-hmm. And it would have also probably been easier to shoot than, like, the actual bar fight scene. Because if you just, you can have a character, like, suddenly, like, pop up out of nowhere and have it be a surprise and stuff. Like, yeah. I guess for me, it's more the point blank shot to the head. Maybe with pipe. I don't know. Netflix. They're like, this is an adult well, show, but we don't know how adult we want to make it. Okay. Get so a point I, blank shot to the head. I work? would agree with that, but Zoro fucking bisects a guy in the first episode, and you see his guts fall out. So, mm-hmm. I think they could point blank someone, and they basically still did. Like Yasop does a ricochet into the guy's head, but not point blank quite. But they still see the point that he's head's blown off. Yeah. It's fair. So that's the thing. They did go more violent. With some stuff. With some stuff. Yeah, before we get to your second thing, uh, one thing I really liked about the, the show, like, really got me going, was I thought the fight choreography and the action scenes were 
well done. Yeah. Entirely. I, and the whole time, I'm like, how are they going to show a guy fight with a sword in his mouth? Pretty well. They manage. They, they don't the sword. do it a lot. Yeah. To be fair, he doesn't fight with three swords a lot yeah. in the early. Sure. He's blue day. But it's the only one he's bad. Really Even struggling. when he did, when he put it in his mouth, I was like, why not? So I thought all the fighting and shit. I, honestly, I thought the weakest episode was the finale. That was the weakest episode for me, especially even with the fighting. Like when they did the Arlong Park thing, I it was agree. like this. Ooh, I thought Luffy's fights looked good, but you can definitely tell there's a lot. Le- so there's a lot less experience. God damn it, my throat. Creighton coming over. <laughs> we can call Creighton and take over. Talking so much, just itching my throat. Some water, man. It's poisoned. Creighton's here. Creighton time. Um, you can definitely tell that there's a lot less experience in filmmaking, shooting, fight choreography for like a stretchy character mm-hmm. than there are for like a sword fighting character. Yeah, this is why I think Zoro's fights were like the best choreographed. Sure, yeah. There's a lot of experience behind shooting sword fighting scenes and sword fighting choreography. Not quite as much for like a rubber man. Rubber fights believable, yeah. which I think they did a good job. I did enjoy Luffy's fights, but yeah, I definitely think his fights were weaker in comparison to Zoro's fights. Sure, like the Shamabuchi fight in the uh, Syrup Village arc, I thought was like way better than the Kuro fight that Luffy was having. Sure, absolutely. like I thought the Kuro fight was a little goofy. Yeah, especially the like moved, the way Kuro yeah. moves, he's like, Ooh. and it makes sense. It's how it is. Yeah, it's how it is. And I was just translates oddly. I, it translates oddly, but I did appreciate that they didn't shy away from translating that. No, yeah, they really leaned into. Yeah, I the think anime you need to lean into a character like that to make it work. Mm-hmm. Which I thought the actor for Kuro, just by the way, did a great job. Sure did. I even had the little. Yeah, you know. But I would say Syrup Village is probably the weakest. For me, part mm-hmm. of this series, it gets a little slow. It didn't need to be two episodes, I guess. No, I, I don't know why they made that two episodes and not. I think it probably has to do with sets, like all the money they poured into sets too. Like they wanted to, you could tell they wanted to reuse the sets as much as possible. I think the thing is, though, I, th- I think they could have really, if they would have just made that one episode, keep the rest of the show the same. You could go a log town episode in. A log town or put more of Don Krieg in it. Oh yeah, yeah. They pretty much get him out of there entirely. Because I thought like I like the, the Baratier section sure do. of this, mm-hmm. but it's definitely the most altered arc. Mm-hmm. Cause they completely cut out the villain, mm-hmm. replace him with Arlong and Mihawk. Mm-hmm. Which I understand. If you're gonna cut out if you have to cut out a villain from East Blue, Don Creek's probably cuts the don't one. need to be made in in these things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I wasn't, like, super mad about that. He still got to, you know, but, still showed him. He's still part of the show. Yeah, it definitely, like, it kind of diluted Sanji's character a little bit, um, which I think it's also just, it didn't help that he was introduced much later, so mm-hmm. he has less time to sink in, which, well, that's why I'm excited for season two to yeah, actually more see him. how all of them act. More of a lot of the characters, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like how they handled flashbacks. I thought oh, they handled thought the flashbacks, flashbacks really well. Amazing. And that's important. Like, the kid actors, one piece, some of the flashbacks kid actors are important. Yeah. Uh, uh, whatever. And I yeah. expect that of kid actors. Luckily, they're not on the show for very long. I thought, I mean, so, so 
Sanji's kid actor was fine. My, yeah, my favorite flashback in the ep- in the series was it's Sanji's. Yeah, me too. Um, I thought it was the 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 most well done. Yeah, I mean. Sanji's is one of my favorite backstories in the anime. Sure. But I was also glad. That I think they executed it the best. Like, it's genuinely emotional. Mm-hmm. The uh, kid actors find it's fun the to great. watch. The Zeph's actors. It's very nice. The Zeph's actors, one of the best yeah. in the show. Oh, God, the actors. There are some weak acting moments, but overall, the actors are very good. They you bring, definitely they bring the characters the to life. veteran actors and, like, the newer ones. Yeah. Because even, like, with Luffy... Some of his lines didn't quite land for me, but for, for the, the most, most part, part, he had the spirit. He, he had the energy there. He's very, I agree with people that said like this guy embodies Luffy. I'm yeah, like, he he does. He he makes this dumb shit that Luffy say believable and work for the I, most part. So that's good. I think pretty much all of the casting nailed it, except for a few exceptions, like Makino, Makino, like you said, um, and Ben Beckman. Is not a cool guy. They just look weird, yeah. Kind of looks... I mean, I feel bad for the actor, but a lot of people have pointed him out. It's just like, what what happened to Ben? He looks yeah. like a divorced 50-year-old <laughs> down on his luck dad. And that's the thing. I said that about all of Shanks' crew, honestly. I was like, even Shanks. I was like, I don't know. He doesn't look as cool as Shanks. Yeah, but then I'm also like, they are pirates, though. So yeah, they, they, they look, look grubby. Rough. Yeah, like, they still look grubby. They do. It's just, you know. I thought... Well, I thought... I understood the reservations with Shanks' actor. I liked him. Yeah, he's fine. But I thought like the end scene with him and Mihawk mm. was what really solidified him as like, yeah, this guy's Shanks. Like he kind of wasn't showing a lot of like the yeah. happy go lucky like Yeah, cool, drunk Shanks work. Drunk sh- Shanks pirate, but him at the end where he's just like he's being like a pirate on a beach yeah. and happy about yeah. it, like he he's talking to one of the coolest characters which I thought they fucking nailed. Nailed. Nailed all over the place. Which, he was the one I was the most worried about, of like, how do you, like, I really hope, we're talking about Mihawk, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, so, Mihawk, the world's greatest swordsman, um, I really thought that they were going to depower him to make him more believable, and I'm very glad that they didn't, and they, and it managed to look great, I thought. Anything anime over the top, Worked very well. Yeah, it, <laughs> like when he sliced well. the ship, it looked fantastic. Pretty cool, yeah, 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 yeah. And him just like it, you think it looks goofy, but it just looks cool when he's just like slicing guys on the beach very casually, and they're just like flying mm. in the air. Yeah, <gasps> that's why I'm I'm so excited for another season because I think everything about the show will go up a level. Budgets yeah. increased. Budgets <laughs> increased. Um, All my gripes with it are easy fixes. Yeah, I think I definitely think Netflix is going to pay more attention to it now because their investment is appearing to pull off. I mean, there's still time yet if like there's a huge drop off or not. It's got a ninety something percent approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes with the audience. Yeah, and I have been seeing a lot of like new to One Piece people say that they like it, which that's like I think the main goal of the live action. No one's saying the live action is ever going to surpass the anime or the manga. Yeah, like. And I don't expect it. I don't expect it to. But the real goal behind it was to like int- like make One Piece palatable for a general audience because the biggest issue with the series for the longest time is like it's gargantuan and hard to get into. Yeah. And so start it over, shows, start it fresh. Like it, it's like a condensed Condense version it. of what's yeah. good about One Piece. Yeah. Like 
and you can tell it's a good source material and good core story because so many people enjoyed it who had knew nothing about One Piece. It's hard to say if they will get to make all of One Piece with this. Probably not. Probably not. But I'm excited. But to I'm see excited how far to see the run they get. Yeah, like they're doing I definitely a fine think job. There's a good shot. Well, we're definitely seeing Chopper. Um, if they get a season two, mm-hmm. very good shot. We'll see Nico Robin. Definitely. Uh, Crocodile. Yep. Oh, yeah. I, I'd imagine season two will cover all like, of, uh, like throughout. They don't have stuff. to finish it, but like getting enough and having it be good. Yeah. I could still rewatch it, even if they make it up to like Water 7 or something. Yeah. Which would be great. Would be cool. It would be cool to see this go. Yeah. I, I hope it does. I just. For a show that I thought was going to suck, I didn't want to see it. I didn't want it. I completely one aid my feeling. And there's plenty of time for Netflix to still screw it up. Hey, they're writers. And get this back on. Yeah. And so that's the... I heard and from one of the head writers on that. Twitter that uh, they have it all... They're ready, ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I saw that. They just have to pay people. Right. They just have to pay people and get back into their jobs and they'll be ready to go. Yeah. So yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. I'm, I mean... It's a fun show. Try it out. Is it perfect? No, but is it fun? Yes. I if you're just looking for an time. easy eight episodes, I can binge something on Netflix, especially a show that's an hour an episode, like I did with One Piece. So that's something I didn't even think I was gonna. Yeah, like. it hold it, it holds your attention. And the good scenes are really good. Like the ones that are really good. There was a scene in particular I wanted to bring up. There's a scene. It's in the last episode, almost the last moment, where they're all the crews together. There's, they're talking, they're voicing their dreams, like what they're going on this oh, quest yeah. to do. One of the best scenes in the show. And while each character is saying it, it cuts to the little kid version from their flashback, saying it in that moment. It, it fades in really, really nicely. And it's then the voices, true, but... their adult voices, talking oh, yeah. over, and that touched me. I, I, very I well thought done. that was so beautiful. Yeah, they know how to do emotional moments in the show. Yes. And enhance them. They know how to do action. They know how to do emotional. They just have to work on a few things. Buggy's actor, amazing. Agree. Love Bucky. Yeah. That... Buggy. I, I, I'm Luffy. You're like I Luffy. love Luffy. I love Luffy. his name. Oh, my. We're kind of wrapping things up, but I want to just throw in more of these things I like. It was funny. It was Very funny. genuinely funny. Yeah, I you could tell that they actually were having a fun time. I laughed at things because they did characters I knew very well, right? But I also laughed at things that were just genuinely funny. Genuinely funny. Yeah, and it's live action brand, like jokes. It, yeah. They some, of, like, some of them are taken from but the manga, but some of them aren't. Oh my God. When Garp just wants to fucking eat at one point, I'm like, that's Garp. Because he's yeah. very serious. And people didn't like that at first, but I was like, He's being serious, so when he does become more Garp-like, that we're like... Yeah, you start to settle in, and you're like, oh, no, this guy's actually weird, and it's fun. And we like it. So things like that. Just a little... Another tidbit about Garp. I love to, like, whenever he would get really angry and just start laughing. Yeah. Like, some people thought that was weird, but I really enjoyed it. Because what's him? That's Garp. It it is weird. It is weird. If you don't know this, it is weird at first. Yeah. But that's one of those things that... It's anime being translated to real life. Right. It's like, so it's not going to be for everyone. Right. But, you know, maybe once you get into it, though, it, it is. You can just accept, yeah, he's just a weird guy. Yeah. You accepted the black cat pirates who dress up as cats and hiss like cats. And are very weird people. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was something. It was special. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Definitely recommend it. Check it out. If it's for you, sure. If it's not, whatever. I would say, would you say, 
I would definitely say this is the best live action anime adaptation I've seen. I have not seen many. Um, the ones I have seen. Yeah, I would great. say to, for me, I've heard the Roroni Kenshin ones are really good, but I've never watched them. I've never watched it, so I'm not counting it. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, I would, I would say, unless there's any I'm forgetting, um, I would say, yeah, it's the, the best they could possibly be. Yep. Sets were great. They do everything right. The music was part. amazing. I thought the music was one of the best. The music is the bombastically good. Yeah, the music I is fucking awesome. Got who they got to score it, but did uh, I? Did you get my text where I was like that song that played at the fucking end of the last episode? Yeah, what a bop! I we listened to it in the car. It's so I, I walked out. It was over, so I like went to the kitchen, and all of a sudden I just hear this jam playing. Yeah. in my living room. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Well, and even like all of the pirate music, man. Yeah. All bam. All of the villains have like a theme song too like i loved arlong's because it was so different from the rest of the music it was just like this beat boppy like yes like yes. i love that they made him kind of like a gangster yeah yeah they made him work it was him in the trailers i did not like and no, i the, i thought he was gonna suck and then he's fine. i mean the actor i thought did a yeah. great job like he hammed it up in a good way mm -hmm. it was just like I, I mean just like the way he says certain words like he was talking to buggy and he's like I gotta remind you of your place in the food chain. Yeah, Honestly. yeah, yeah. That... Everybody dives into their characters. Another thing I really liked, I liked how in every episode when the title card came up, it was unique. It was, it was one of the best, whatever. like aspects that, like, that's a uniquely live action. I love the aesthetic done. of the show, and it was awesome. I loved it every time, like they would interact with their wanted poster and mm. had like their theme music playing like blaring in the background i didn't know at first i didn't like the wanted poster thing that was another thing it was one of those things at first i was like you have to settle into it you settle into it yep you know that that's gonna happen every time so just roll with it yeah and it's just like it's cool because they didn't have to do that yeah but they did and it's like an extra and personality of it in their own way yeah it's like a, i think like, at first that it was alvita at first so yeah, i was like she like hits it um, I hated it, but as but the girl like, sliced it, through it, yeah, bugging again. It's all, it's all good. Arlong like fucking eats, eats it. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if you just keep doing that, the aesthetics they totally need to keep. Yeah, the aesthetics oh. are on the point. Yeah. So I don't know. Trying to think of anything else. I'm sure there is more. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, we could go through episode by episode if we wanted to, but <laughs> that would take too long. Too long, yeah. Give a general i think we've done a good job with a general for how sure. we feel about it yeah i also thought it was a good decision to it was a big decision and it's definitely a big spoiler for anyone first getting into one piece but moving garp up mm -hmm. in the storyline and establishing yeah. him earlier mm -hmm. and giving us more of kobe and garp's dynamic okay yeah i do want to get into that real real quick i it was one of those things that expanded the material in a good well, you didn't get to see any of that in in the comic no it's all off screen but seeing it, even if it's made up for the show, I really liked it because it showed, because that's very important what's happening there. But it also like, it really, it showed Garp as a teacher, which is yeah. a big part of his character. Yeah. And you get to s just see more of Garp. Like, yeah. this is, like we really don't see the a lot of Garp of in the that. anime or yeah. manga, like just for a few yeah. scenes. You could tell the people working on the show were big One Piece fans. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, also, I also think Helmetho's actor is unironically one of the best ones 
in the series. He's like him. He's like the character in the show himself. You hate him at first, but then you you roll with him. Yeah, he. he I thought I saw he his did, naked ass. We saw his naked ass. Oh. I thought we did. He did a fantastic job. Which is, he's just a little shit. Like he's just a little shit boy, mm. and you hate him. But like he's kind. He starts to become kind of sympathetic, and like he's still entertaining to see, even though you hate him. And he's like. 100% his character mm-hmm. going into it. Like, even his mouth. Like, he purposely made his mouth, like, huge when he's laughing to, like, get that homepo yeah. crazy laugh. And then you're like, you like him by the end. You do like him by the end. Yeah. There are a couple he- heel turn character moments that do happen throughout, but it, it's also whatever. It works, I think. Yeah. A couple decisions that are just like, oh, that seems out of nowhere, but, like, you roll with it. Oh, the other scene that I didn't like. Oh, wait. I thought they... Messed up. Elm with a negative. Death. Who's that? Bell, uh, Nami's mom. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that they kind of butchered that scene huh. of where she dies. You didn't like it? I didn't hate it, but I definitely think different. the anime did it a lot better. Yeah. Like, the live action made it just kind of seem like she's just, like, stupid. Mm. And just, like, she could have come up with any kind of lie. Like, they didn't really solidify more besides one line of, like, how important... Belmere and like her mother daughter relationship with them is mm. she just out of the blue was like no nah, I refuse to ever not call you my daughters because I'm pretty sure in the anime they get like Nami and Nojiko get caught or by them or Arlong or something and he's like are these your daughters yeah they did say, different I can't remember exactly what <laughs> and she had the opportunity to say no but then she was like no, I claim them. Like, I'm never going to say that those aren't my daughters. Like, Nar- Arlong actually asks if, if they're her, her daughters. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not just, like, her out of the blue giving. It just looks like she just gave up her daughters and gave up her life hmm. for no reason. I, I definitely, I'd need to rewatch that scene in the anime, it's, but I remember yeah. it being a lot more impactful. Yeah, you didn't feel it as much. I think it, yeah, it became, like, a more of a timing thing with probably this they were like we just gotta get we gotta get through it the yeah rest of it down and move on yeah i mean it was serviceable I, are, I mean and i think those are fine if those are your only two scenes that you really yeah, have in this two, way, two big gripes but you're all right yeah i thought all the other changes were necessary and reasonable mm-hmm. yeah and and managed to uh still maintain the spirit of the story while it's th- it's still like a condensed coherent story yeah it hit every part it needed to Definitely, like, if you look at any comic book adaptation of anything, like, it's never shot for shot. No, and it shouldn't be. It will fail if it is shot for shot. And they do a pretty good job. So, One Piece, live action. One Piece. We're giving it, I give it a solid B. I give it a solid 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10, 7 out of 10 for me. B. Yeah. 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 B plus? I guess mine's more of a C if it's actually, but... It's a number to seven out of ten. If it's a letter, it's a B. I, yeah, it's fair. I wouldn't say B plus. It almost, I almost even go B minus. But B, B still is pretty good. B still pretty good. A B minus great is still pretty is good. Cool. You're like B minus, great. <laughs> you, I mean, take that as you will. Then. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's one piece. Yep, that's one piece. And uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Go watch I, it. Yeah, check it out. We know. I don't care. Yeah, we don't care. Move on. Your life. Watch something else. Tell us something to watch. Anybody who's watching can get a hold of us. Tell us things to watch. We'll watch and talk about it. we got stuff to do. We love to watch and talk. Yeah. Anything else going on with you? 
I don't really have much else going on beyond the stuff that we've been talking about. Mainly just been playing video games, so. Yeah, video games have been taking up a lot of time. This is going to be a video game podcast if we're not careful. Right. Well, all right. Well, shitters, that, uh, I think that's the show this time around. Time to bid you adieu. Have, um, remember, follow us on Spotify, YouTube channel, all that good Instagram. shit. Insta- we have an Instagram now that I'm putting some pictures up here and there on. Yep. And- announcing when episodes are coming out so follow us on there follow us where you can um tell your friends spread the word we're getting better every week like every subscribe. time we record all that good shit um yep brought to you by meandies mm-hmm. they wick away sweat they're pretty good and yeah yeah good health better help better health Fuck. this is better health better health.com take yep. care of yourselves Please sponsor us. All right. Well, you have a song to sing out with. You don't have to. Okay. We're done with the songs to sing out to. So we're just going to say adios, amigos. And have a good night.